Hello, and welcome to the Art of Living Well podcast. I'm Stephanie May Potter, and I'm here with my co-host, Marnie Dotchis-Marmette. We created the Art of Living Well podcast to empower you to live your happiest, healthiest, and most authentic life. Each week, we will bring you inspiring and motivating conversations covering health and wellness topics, including fitness, mindset, food, travel, product reviews, and strategies from a variety of experts, including our own bank of knowledge. We are excited to educate, motivate, and inspire you to change the way you perceive health and discover your art of living well. Get ready to feel inspired. Today's podcast is brought to you by Beekeepers Naturals, the company on a mission to reinvent your medicine cabinet by creating clean and natural remedies that actually work. I started using Beekeepers Naturals a couple years ago after hearing about them on a podcast. And I just loved how effective they worked. They're clean, non-toxic, and natural ingredients. The company's obsessive research and their pesticide testing, as well as their mission to support the pollinators. I just started using their propolis spray and I absolutely love it. The throat spray is really your daily dose of defense when it comes to naturally supporting your immune system and soothing a scratchy throat. With just three simple ingredients, this spray is powered by sustainably sourced bee propolis, an incredible germ fighter that contains over 300 beneficial compounds. It's exactly what your body needs when you, during cold and flu season. And I just love this spray. I use it every morning. It's super easy to use. I just spray it like right in my mouth and off I go and it tastes good. And um, I love how they do all this research and testing and their remedies are so clean and effective. Another product we love is the Bee Chill Honey. We all get stressed out, right? But a dose of the bee chill can help take the edge off. It's great at bedtime. You can put a spoonful of it in your tea to help you toss and turn less. I've actually been doing that most nights. I've been putting a little scoop in my tea and mixing it up and it tastes so good and it's so calming. And it just, I love um, having that at the end of the night to just kind of relax me before I go to bed. And a couple other of their honey products are so great. You can buy the Bee Chill in travel size sticks. And so I recently went on a trip and brought it with me. I used it in my tea. I use it uh, in my plain yogurt. And I just have to add that their superfood cacao honey is delicious. I make these chocolate protein balls with it and they're so good. I actually just made them last night. Now that we're going into winter, it's a great time to upgrade your your medicine cabinet and stock it with immune-supporting products. To save 15% off on your first order, go to beekeepersnaturals.com slash artoflivingwell. That's B-E-E-K-E-E-P-E-R-S-N-A-T-U-R-A-L-S dot com slash A-R-T O-F-L-I-V-I-N-G-W-E-L-L to save 15% off. Simply enter the code Art of Living Well at checkout and shop now for 15% off our favorite immune-supporting products that your whole family will love. Just a reminder to order your clean crafted wine for the holidays. And in case you're wondering what clean crafted wine is, it's wine made without 
any added chemicals, pesticides, there's no added sugar, it's made with organic grapes, there's low sulfites, and we did a whole episode on clean crafted wine to learn more, which is episode 28. And if you want to make sure to get your wine in time for the holidays, the cutoff for Hanukkah is November 25th. The shipping cutoff for Christmas is December 8th. And the shipping cutoff for New Year's is December 15th. And there's some great holiday gift sets. There's one bottle, two bottle, and four bottle gift sets. And you can order them as gifts for family members. Marty and I were even talking about how fun it would be to schedule a Zoom, you know, happy hour or a Zoom toast for the holidays. And you can have your wine and your family members that live in other cities and states can have the same wine. So kind of recreating the, the feel of being in person, because I know so many of us, unfortunately, are not going to be able to be with loved ones over the upcoming holiday season. Hello, and welcome to episode 54 of the Art of Living Well podcast. Before we dive into today's conversation, we have a favor to ask of all of our listeners. If you are enjoying this podcast, we would so appreciate if you would take just a few minutes, head on over to Apple Podcast and give us a rating and review. Doing this allows more people to find us and benefit from the information that we share each week. Also, if you're enjoying this episode, please share it with a friend or anyone you think could benefit from this information. We'd love for you to tag us on social media, as this really increases our visibility. We are so excited to bring you two amazing women for today's episode, Chris Rosen and Karen Knapp, who are dear friends and now business partners of the recently opened day spa in Minnesota called the 10 Spot. After having long and successful careers in their corporate world, both Chris and Karen experienced what they jokingly refer to as their midlife crisis moment around the age of 50, which ultimately led them on a journey. In today's conversation, we talk about pivoting in life and career. Chris and Karen talk about being comfortable in your own skin with who you are as a person so that you can give out to the world. They share their practical tips, including knowing when you need to take a beat, or take a moment to breathe and center yourself so that you come out feeling better and brighter. You'll also hear all about the 10 Spot, which is the original anti-spa beauty bar on a mission to make everyone feel like a 10. Chris and Karen just opened up the second franchise of this Canadian-based company in the United States, which is located right here in North Minneapolis. They share how they're creating a unique culture at the 10 Spot, including the growth and development of their employees, so that you'll walk out feeling like a 10. We want you to feel like a 10 all the time. We all have so much untapped potential to love the best version of yourself. For those of you who live in the Twin Cities, the 10 Spot is offering our listeners a special offer, which is $10 off $50 worth of services using the promo code $10NORTHLOOP. This is updated from what we said at the end of the episode and will be included in our show notes as well. And with that, let's jump right into today's Awesome conversation with Chris Rosen and Karen Knapp. Welcome, Chris and Karen. We are so excited to have you both on the Art of Living Well podcast today. Chris, we met briefly last summer at a workshop at Modern Well, which is the women's co-working facility that we're both members at in Minneapolis. And then we connected at a mutual friend's um, holiday open house in December And I just knew right after having the conversation with you that you had to come on our podcast to share all of your insight and your life experiences and also talk about the new business that you're launching this fall. And so I'm so excited that the day is finally here. 
you were just one of those people, Chris, that who you meet immediately and connect with. And I felt like I could have talked to you for hours that day. So thank you for both being here. Um, so we'd love to start out the conversation by each of you sharing a little bit about your background and your stories and what led you to where you are today. Uh, I guess I'll start. Um, I, my background, uh, first of all, I'm proudly Canadian. I just want to throw that out there. So <laughs> that's a huge part of my identity. Um, Interestingly, I, my professional career is kind of evolved out of my, the way that I grew up. And the way that I grew up was very nomadic. My family followed my father's career path back and forth across the country. Um, it, Canada, we probably moved 13, 14 times before I was in college. So by the time I finished university, I had a real need to make a change, make a pivot every two years. For me, that was mostly geographically versus within a certain career pod. I decided after graduating with a history degree and lazing about um, with the plan of going to law school, my father kind of kindly tapped me on the shoulder and said, I know a guy who will hire you at an advertising agency in Toronto, and here's your suitcase. So. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Uh, yeah, uh, six months later, I tumbled into the marketing and advertising industry, and that's what I my career path was has always been. Um, it's pretty flexible. Uh, you can find a spot in anything from PR all the way to client side management. So finding a job has never been a challenge. Uh, I the challenge more to me has been finding a place to call home, mm -hmm. and that happened about twenty years ago. Oof. Uh, in you Minneapolis. No, I can't. I know. I knew I just, we would make you stay. Oh. I knew it. 20 years ago, uh, I moved from Portland, Oregon here to um, Minneapolis after living in New York City and a brief stint in Boston and Toronto and Montreal and kind of examining it all. Um, and worked in the best agencies in the city. I was really really lucky. I took my first pivot when my second child was nine months old. I was at my parents' house in Florida and I had him in the pool and I thought, I have no idea who this kid is. We are just, I'm barely keeping my head above water. I, I, I don't know him the way I, I knew my first child. And so my husband and I took a long look at things and decided I was going to take a break for a little while so I could feel like I really established that relationship. Um, was suckered back in about a year and a half later under the pretense of a part-time job, which is never truly part-time people. That's right. the number one learning. Number one learning for women who think they can work part-time. Mm -hmm. No, you can't. I've been there. I, yeah. I agree. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, some of it is self-imposed and some of it is just what people, I think, generally learn to expect from you and who you are is that you're not you're not going to only give 50%, right? Part-time. Yeah. And, you know, I worked in a scenario with a boss who would take a two and a half hour lunch. My work hours were very clearly eight to three. He would saunter in at 11. He'd go and work out until 12. He'd take a two hour lunch, sit down at three o'clock, flip open his computer and call me into his office. So, you know, <sighs> and then my second pivot uh, was really, unfortunately, my mother became quite uh, ill a couple of years ago and she 
had moved to Minneapolis to be closer. My sister lives in Boston. She decided to anchor down in Minneapolis and try and move back and forth and ended up being here, becoming quite ill. So I became her primary caregiver. So that's another pivot, another life thing you can't really plan for. Um, and was really eye-opening to me. Uh, and she passed away last October, almost a year ago, yeah. actually, oddly enough. Uh, and so that's kind of given me like, all right, where do I go now? Uh, and I've ended up the right time at the right place to fall into business with Chris. And it's really been a blessing. Well, thank you for sharing that, Karen. And Chris, can you um, share a little bit about your, your journey and your background? Yeah, of course. And thank you so much for having us. This is, this is exciting. I mean, Karen and I are in a place where, you know, at 50 plus years of age, um, not between the two of us, but each respectfully. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's no camera. There's yeah. no camera. Strike that from the podcast. Um, it's a cumulative about 50 years of a lot of experience. Well, of I would say you both look like it's a cumulative 50 years. So. Uh, it's it's, good lighting. Good it's lighting. Very good lighting. Um, but, uh, you know, that we are at a place where we're experiencing a whole bunch of firsts right now, which like is so rejuvenating and exciting. But my path leading up to that um, has always been in retail and then ultimately in human resources, um, neither of which I went to college for. Um, although my, <laughs> my degree is in international business, I've always been very curious about people and cultures and wanting to build healthy cultures and, and all of that good stuff. So that's probably the closest way I can uh, maybe make myself feel good about how it connects with the degree I have. And now working with the 10 spot, which is in Canada, I guess, international, you know, business circle. degree, check the box. I'm finally living the dream. But, um, <laughs> uh, but prior to that, um, you know, I, I grew up working in retail management, um, you know, multi-unit management, always on the like training and development side was like where I got positioned along with um, leading people and running stores and locations. I did work for Best Buy for 20 years at the corporate office, primarily in um, human resources and had just a really, uh, I, I mean, when I look back on a very privileged opportunity to experience every corner of a business through multiple stages that a company or a business can go through. After, you know, in the course of 20 years, it felt like I worked for four different companies and I had more than a handful of different jobs and um, really learned a lot about um, what building a thriving culture uh, can look like and also, um, you know, what it, what it means to to muscle down and get through some really difficult times that, uh, you know, businesses need to go through in order to be sustainable businesses that are going to be around for a long time. And, you know, if you look at what Best Buy is doing right now, you can see that that's just kind of in the fiber of who they are. So, um, you know, I, I feel proud when I look back at that time, but, you know, I um, had hit a place in my life where I'd been there for 20 years. Um, and I just, was kind of pausing and reflecting, not only hitting sort of that 20 year mark, but also my dad had passed away. Um, I was, uh, now I'm really gonna just let the truth be told here, regardless of what we just said previously, turned 50. And, um, <laughs> you know, and I, th I think those are just, I mean, 
you call it a midlife crisis. I don't really like that language, but I do think you pause and you appreciate the time that you've spent thus far in your life, the things that you've learned, the people that you've learned them from. I mean, I think, I think losing a, a loved one does that to you, whatever it is that causes you to have that pause and that reflection and say, am I spending every day the way that I really, really want to be spending it? I think people going in, in this time of COVID is probably the number one beneficial thing that people will take away from having gone through this crazy, unbelievable experience, uh, you know, that, that we're all universally going through with the pandemic. Um, for me, it just happened to be a few years prior with, you know, sort of the combination of losing my dad, the amount of time I'd been working at the same place and, and turning 50 years old and, and having, you know, two daughters who were going to be going off to college pretty soon. And so for me, it was, um, you know, how do I want to balance my time? What is my real purpose in life, which is the big magic question, right? Mm -hmm. And where do I get the chance to follow my passions and still be challenged and have the opportunity to grow into not who other people think I should be, but who I really want to be um, and how I want to spend my time. And so, you know, I ended up making the decision to um, retire from you know, the big corporate executive grind, if you will, and um, take, a, take some really important me time to do some healing that I hadn't done yet and that reflection and then, um, you know, decide what was going to be next. Well, I wonder why 50 is such an awakening for, for people. I, I wish I would have had that awakening at 30. I know. Because it's n I had the opposite of a feeling of crisis. I had a, a feeling of clarity. Mm. You know, it was like a whole new start to my life. From how I want to spend my time to who I want to spend that time with. And I, so many people have said at 50, it hits you like a truck in the best possible sense of, okay, all right, enough of this bullshit, excuse me. Yeah. Enough yeah. of this, I, I, I don't know if it's a realization that you, you feel like you're halfway done or it's just a calm and a clarity and an, almost an awakening that I felt. And I think yeah. you did too. It's just, okay, how are we gonna make this really great? Because I feel like I've been through all the stuff that I needed to get through to get to who I am now. Now let's take that and move it forward the best I can. But it's weird. It takes till 50. You know, if anybody who's managing that system could make it at 30, I think it would be a lot better yeah. for all of us worldwide. Well, it's such a great question. And I do think if we, if we can hang on this for a second, I do think part of it is, by 50, most people have had some number of life experiences that have taught them the fact that you're not invincible. Life doesn't go on forever and ever and ever. There's a fragility that goes along with time and um, that you kind of maybe have gotten a little bit exhausted in trying to be somebody else's idea mm -hmm. of what you should be versus really figuring out what your idea is of that. And, you know, God bless 
the people where that it does happen to earlier, but it's usually because they've had something really that's put them in the place where yeah, they've had, they've been forced true. like at by 30 because they lost someone or they, they, you know, they battled a, an illness or, you know, whatever it is. It's like from tragedy rises through the ashes, this like, you know, this clarity. Well, no, I think it's really true. There's a, you have, you've been through enough experiences to understand the preciousness Yes. what life is about and you begin to believe in your own resilience yeah that's you begin well to believe that you can make it through no matter what gets tossed at you you start to believe that you know as you start to believe in your own truths and your own ability to create what's next for you yeah uh and stop relying so much on other people because you've I mean, if you've made it this far, I mean, I always tell my friends and I'm known for this 150 I yes. and I just feel in my bones that I am going to be here at 150. I don't know if you've seen the photo of the oldest woman for a while. Yeah. She was 130 odd years old, French, like a whiskey, yes. cigarette, <laughs> hairy chin, put a shopping cart with that. And that is going to be me. Okay. So I love what you guys are saying and I, I'm only 47, so I haven't hit 50 yet, but I will say that I think it's not only, you know, rising up out of tragedy, but also just having that life experience, whatever that may be, and doing that self-reflection and that work to be comfortable in your own skin and to really um, feel safe being who you truly are. I feel like there aren't a lot of 20 year olds that feel that way. I don't know why that is. I'm thinking it's because they don't have the life experience behind them. And a lot of 20 to 30 year olds are just getting started in their careers and they're, they, a lot of people, you know, get into that rat race, right? Where right. you're just going and going and going and going. And then you hit a certain age and you're like, whoa, like where's time gone? I need to slow down now. I need to focus on me. I, so there's, there's so many factors yeah. that go into that. But I totally agree with you guys. It's like when you do have that awakening or whatever you want to call it, it feels amazing, right? Because you're like, yeah. I can do this. I can do what I want. I'm awesome. Whatever it is. I think the word you said there that's um, very powerful for me is comfort and becoming comfortable with who you are and in your own skin and in what you're providing the world and in what you feel you want to take from the world. And I think that at 20 and at 30, I probably believed I was like, I was living the dream. I probably believed that. Um, but well, and you probably but, were for that chapter. Yeah, right? but I'm not sure that idea of being comfortable uh, was ever appealing to me or that I ever understood what it meant to be comfortable with who I am as a person and, again, what I can give out to the world as a person. And that's a huge thing to wake up in the morning, especially, you know, you get a little older, things are not always going the way you want them to go on any number of fronts, but let's let's be frank people perimenopause is not our friend <laughs> <laughs> well actually if you listen to our episode coming up oh tomorrow yeah. um 
it's a it's a good it's all about perimenopause and how you can make it your friends. So yeah, so tune in tomorrow. We will tune in tomorrow. And I tune in tomorrow. I heard something similar on the Michelle Obama podcast where she then she had that as a topic as well. Yeah, it's a hot topic right now. Um, Anyway, I want to change gears a little bit if that's okay with you guys. Um, we're so excited about this new business that you're launching, and we hope that when the episode airs, you'll be launched and open and everybody can come check it out. But we'd love for you to share how you ended up, you know, getting into this franchise together, partnering, the lessons you've learned, and also, you know, what is the 10 spot? Uh, well, the, first of all, uh, thanks for highlighting that because that is mama needs new shoes and that's going to be our bread and butter, hopefully for, uh, the long haul. The 10 spot is a Canadian, uh, uh mod, very modern spa that is focused on providing a climate and experience and the kind of services that from a time and a, a money standpoint, allow you to really feel like a 10 every time you leave so it's a, it's focused on nails, waxing, uh, facial services, uh, brow tints, lash tints, the kind of everyday services that you can have in a spa environment that are not going to uh, bankrupt you, but also allow you to leave feeling fresh and renewed and ready to face the world in that idea of your best possible you when you walk out the door. Uh, Chris was approached or Chris was approached with a number of different franchise offers. I think Tim and Chris were looking at a bunch of different franchises and this one uh, was really appealing. Um, Chris started down this path with a, another partner uh, about a year and a half ago now? Yeah, about, about a year, year and, and a half ago. ago. And as times changed, um, she decided that that was no longer going to work for her family. And COVID was a big part of that. I mean, everyone has reacted and has been through different situations in this pandemic and financial concerns have certainly been one of them. Um, And at about that time, um, my mother had passed away. Uh, I was really looking for something to fill the time that I had spent as a caregiver uh, and was now in a financial position that it made more sense for me. So Chris and I um, had a small chat, a very small chat, because it's, it, it felt right immediately. Uh, Chris is the smartest person I know. Uh, she has an amazing way of connecting with people that is very direct, very honest, very human. And it's so appealing to me that I thought, well, she can do all the hard work and be nice to people. <laughs> I have on my computer and it's going to be super easy for me because um, she's really smart. Uh, and now you've learned. I actually have to do half the work. You're also smart and honest, I'm sure, and kind, right? So that's so I, I wish I could sign up today. It sounds I know. amazing oh. to walk in and walk out feeling like a 10. Like, that's I great. love that. Hey, walk in, strut out. Yes. Yes. Oh, I like that. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's great. It's perfect for today. It really matches what we all want in our life is 
small moments of experience that are focused on really satisfying the whole you, regardless of what part of your body it's touching, whether it's a t-shirt or, you know, a, a, a gel pedicure, you want to feel fulfilled like somebody, you are in a place and you're having an experience that allows you to be the best you. And we're all looking for wellness now. We're not so much, we're, I think we're all starting to understand that wellness is an umbrella that can include anything that makes you feel good about yourself. Uh, and we hope to be a part of that. I think what's appealing to us from a franchise standpoint is that they're very conscientious about understanding who their client is and offering the type of services and the price points that recognize the value of the providers, you know, that pay the people that are doing the job well, and also are accessible to a huge number of people. And that we think is the basis of a great uh, place that we'd want to be a part of and also a great business model, quite frankly. It's, you know, we're super optimistic even in these COVID times that more than ever, after looking at yourself in a Zoom <laughs> yeah. Well, you you just want to feel uh, like you're rejoining the world in your best footing again, and and I think that's what we're excited about when we're opening um, in late November of this year. Is that yeah, it's still maybe at fifty percent occupancy, but we're still going to get all those people walking out, strutting out the door, feeling like I'm back, I'm back, and I'm ready. Yeah. So so when you walk when you walk in the door. How yeah. is it different than the neighborhood salon? Like what, what's different about it? Yeah, I'll tell you, I think the first thing that you'll notice when you walk in the door is sort of a very pristine, um, unpretentious vibe. It's got a little bit of, it's kind of got a little bit of a kitschiness, like Karen mentioned, kind of modern, very fresh. Um, the fact that it's a one-stop shop, if you will, where you can get, you know, a multitude of services done versus having to go, you know, run to your walk-in nail place and then your walk-in waxing place and your whatever and figuring out how that's going to fit into your schedule. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's, it's white glove, but it's efficient. Um, so it's really just I, I, very pristine. You can feel the fact that, I mean, they, we are maniacal about all of the standard operating procedures and being clinically clean and I think you can just feel that the second you walk in. I think there's a vibe and a culture in the um, in the brand and in the company itself that like immediately translates and will certainly translate to the people that we hire as quote unquote ten spotters to join our family and help us grow the brand in um, you know in Minneapolis. Uh, aesthetically, it's very fresh and modern and fun and pop. Mm -hmm. uh, think Marimekko, um, think Ikea. Its colors are white and orange and like a fresh mint green and everything is very contemporary in the way that it's designed. It's very simple. So you really do get the vibe that I'm in a new fresh place and you also get the vibe that this place is clean, mm -hmm. which I think are two very important parts of walking into this new world uh, as a beauty bar offering beauty services.
And Chris, I'd love for you to share even a little bit more of how you, know, you pivoted from HR and being in the corporate world for so long. Yeah. But a lot of those skills that you developed, especially it sounds like the people skills, right, are really going to come into play with the 10 spot. And you just even talked about hiring and the feel that you want and the culture, because yep. even though it's a franchise, you can make that your own a bit too, with, yeah. how, with the vibe that you want and what you want people to walk away with. Absolutely. When I was, um, when I was determining, uh, where I wanted to, um, sort of invest myself next and, and then started in exploring, um, franchises, the, the first thing that I was looking for, was doing something that would help people to live their best life or kind of realize their best version of themselves. And to be honest with you, I didn't really put the beauty industry at the center of that. I was looking at boutique fitness. I was looking at college tutors and nannies for, you know, cause it was probably the given the ages of my kids. Um, you know, I do um, consulting in that realm and I do like having that little side gig going as well because that is just something I just love so much. And then I realized um, and got connected with the 10 spot and I realized you know, traditionally the times when people go in to get a facial or get their nails done is more event driven or when they feel like they need to pick me up or, you know, or you're going on a date or you have an interview or it's a special event or a wedding or whatever it is. And why would you not want to feel like that all the time? You know, why so would true. you only want to feel like your best self when you've got an event that you feel like calls for your best self to be put forward. Don't you want your best self to be put forward all the time? And what gets in the way of that is either going to be time or money or you not prioritizing feeling like you are worth doing that on a regular basis and making it a part of your self care routine. And so when I found the 10 spot or got connected with the 10 spot, um, the, and their mission around making people feel like a 10 just resonated with me so much. And it actually made me think about the beauty industry a little bit different. And the fact that, um, self-care and, and like zero guilt associated with taking the time necessary to do these things that give you a boost that make you feel like you're constantly putting your best self forward, you know, the walk-in strut out and, you know, take on whatever the, the, the day is going to throw you. You don't have to spend all day in a robe and pay oodles and oodles of dollars at a day spa to do it. And you also don't have to compromise your standards and run into maybe some kind of non-standard type salons where you're just trying to get through as a transaction and somehow think that that's going to translate to you, you know, feeling like your best self. And so, Yes, giant um, uh, business proposition there to be, I think, capitalized on. But also when I thought about what kind of my why is, what my, where my passions are, that there was so much opportunity to be able to redefine a little bit for people what self-care could be, be involved in communities in a little bit more intimate way um, was important to me. Um, you know, we want our brand to be community driven. We want to know the people who come in and are, are, uh, are coming to the 10 spot in order to do that for themselves in their lives and, and feel privileged that we get to be a part of it. 
and then I have a retail background and I, I like, I just, I, I dig people so much. And I think that people have so much, um, uh, untapped potential and opportunity to just keep growing and living again, I'm being repetitive, but that best version of themselves and that that's just a constant, that's a constant journey. And so, um, you know, I, I myself was a little bit surprised to find that a beauty bar was able to tick the boxes off, but it really does. And, and I hope that, um, and hope is not a strategy. I remember somebody telling me that a long time ago. So I try to pull that from my verbiage, but it's still, you know, a, you're going to say no, you know that it's, <laughs> we know that we, um, together have the capabilities and the backgrounds and the life experiences to, um, to help people think about it that way. I think one thing that's interesting about Chris's background and what it contributes is the way that we're looking at things like compensation for yeah. the workers or the, our employees, our 10 spotters. Uh, this industry is a pretty crappy model. Uh, you see the people, high most churn. of them, high churn, people work more than one place, multiple jobs. Mm -hmm. And this is a career path that people have gone to school to be a part of, right? In, many, in Minnesota and most US states, you have to be licensed and you have to attend school. So people have made a financial commitment to do that. And what we're finding out is that people are really not paid well and not paid, their compensation doesn't reflect a culture of appreciation of caring of long-term commitment so it's been exciting for us to brainstorm about how can we change that a little bit um, and we're looking at at models that include something as simple as providing what we're going to call health and wellness dollars which is kind of a straight cash amount to our 10 spotters that will vary based on their experience and level but says to them, you know, there, here's a, a bunch of money we'd like you to put toward feeling your best self because we value you. Um, and Chris had this great idea. Well, why don't we also hook them up with healthcare consultants and financial, financial. planning consultants and, you know, people who can help them start an insurance, you know, life insurance consultants, people who can help them to start to understand, okay, there is a long-term vision for this. I, I, if I start to think beyond tomorrow and maybe think even toward next year, here's how I can plan my life and potentially my career. Um, with this group of people or in this industry and that's really really breakthrough uh right now that you know you've you've all been to these places it's young women they're they go from place to place to place they are barely making enough money um to keep themselves afloat with two or three jobs let alone one job and we want to break that a little bit uh, we I also Sorry. Uh, yeah. No, I was going to say, too. I love that. I've... And I think like you talked about community and building community. And I think now as we record this during COVID, people are, people are seeking community and yeah. they're not finding it. And so as you open up this, um, this spa and hopefully maybe even other locations in the next few years, I think that could really make a difference in, in people's lives and helping them the employee should feel your 10 spotter should feel like a 10 as well, right? Not just the people. That walk in the and, I, and I love how you 
are developing and growing them and helping them grow as people because that's so important. And I think you're right, that industry is definitely lacking in that area. And that's going to help you stand out even more than you already are going to stand out. Yeah, we're pretty, and, we're pretty excited, you know, to the point that we're, we actually have a, um, a, what we're using as a compensation tool, but that we want to have somebody come in and share with our employees that basically shows if you go from a 15% tip to a 20% tip, you know, here's how it changes your compensation. If you go from, if you add one $15 service and you're able to, you know, talk to a customer and, and help them understand why that would be a great thing for them, here's how it can change your compensation so that they really understand the role that they play in defining their own future. Chris and I, I, unfortunately for us, unfortunately for anybody who might be implied with, might be employed by us, would pay everybody everything they wanted right <laughs> off the bat. Like, we are not the right Strike people it. to be. Our accountant would have is that has some serious <laughs> conversations and some hard hard truth calls with us about that. Um, and so, recognizing that this is a business, we still want to make sure that we're creating a community of people who understand that uh, this is a place where we'd like you to build a career uh, and not just be a place where you go to work. And part of that is that that comes out in the way that your service is performed. You know, we, we really want to get away from the model of somebody coming in, throwing off their coat and sitting down to give somebody a manicure and not feeling like they own what's going to come on the other side of that and that they are they are really the most important part of the service that's being offered them as a person and how they approach that so as listeners think about coming in there what kind of practical tips could you offer them so that even just in their day-to-day -day life you know that can make them feel like a 10 whether it's coming in and using your services or just thinking about the the motto of you know, feeling like a 10 every day, putting your best foot forward. Any tips for our listeners? I think the first thing is that you, you just, you have to know that you're worth it, right? Like the number one thing that you should invest in is yourself. And I'm surprised she's not laughing hysterically at me because it's so much easier said than done. And I think if I'm an example of the majority and particularly majority of women, there's a long list of things if I'm making a list that go on my list before I get to myself. And I think, you know, if you put yourself at the top and you are doing small routine things every day that reinforce your mindset that you matter and that you're valuable, um, the rest of your list actually becomes easier I, uh, my mother was classic about when things got really hairy, she would say, just give me a moment. And she would go to her handbag and she would pull out lipstick. So her solution to everything was, <laughs> I'm going to so take much. a beat and yep. I'm going to put on some lipstick. That's right. Wait, yeah. I have to tell you that's so funny because my mom will still to this day be like, don't you want to put a little lipstick on? Yeah. Yeah. So In my mind, I'm like, lipstick is not my I answer put a mask on why would i <laughs> like, put on right but what i realize it's not about the lipstick no it's about the beat it's about the composure 
it's about the, taking the breath. It's about centering yourself and also coming out of it feeling better and brighter yes. than you did 30 seconds ago. And if that's one thing I've learned, it's that take the beat. Take the moment when you, when you need the moment that nobody, it, life isn't meant to be lived feeling overwhelmed all the time. And the smallest of beats, and really that lipstick story is so perfect because it is, it is a 10 second breath, but it's all you need to compose, put a little shine on, regroup and feel better about how you face the world. So that's partly what's so appealing to us about this 10 spot concept is that's what we're trying to do on a more macro level, but it really is putting a little lipstick on and, and taking the beat for yourself, reprioritizing and heading back out ready to do whatever you need to do and be prepared for whatever's going to get thrown at you. Oh my God. Hey, I love that. So I think, proud. <laughs> oh, she'd be so proud right now. And you're right. And like owed to her. Yes. I think that's wonderful. And I think, yeah, I think maybe I'm going to start doing that when I get, you know, a little stressed with my kids at the end of the day, I'm just going to pause. And I, I do try to do that and walk away, but I think the lipstick, it just may be a good symbol. <laughs> and I'm not wearing as much lipstick right now because when I leave the house, because of the mask. Yeah. Um, so maybe I'm just going to start wearing lipstick inside the house when I don't have to wear my mask. <laughs> Right. Yeah, there's something. But the, but the bottom line is it's not really about the lipstick, no, right? It's about no. it, whatever. It doesn't need to be lipstick. It could really be anything. Yeah. It's really about the taking the step back, taking the breath, whatever it is. Yeah. So just take yourself out of that situation and take a moment for yourself. Exactly. And, 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 and give yourself the space. Find something that you can hold on to that's transformative while you're in that beat. Something that, you know turns that frown upside down basically that's also probably something my mother said to me <laughs> <laughs> i'll tell you what we're going to be doing we're going to be toasting her mom real soon yeah yeah i yeah, know it's uh yeah so where can people find you guys um like i said hopefully when this episode drops you'll be open and you'll have already had your grand opening and i know you talked a little bit about a promo for our listeners that you wanted to share yeah, so you'll be able to find our first location on Instagram at x.northloop. And that x is really representative of uh, 10 or also what we like to call the kiss. Yep. Uh, so on Insta at x.northloop. And we're thrilled and we'd love to offer your, see your listeners and offer them 20% off their first service. Um, and when they come in, they can just mention that they've heard, listened to your, they've heard the Art of Living Well podcast, and we will happily uh, provide them with that discount and hopefully give them probably the best experience, spa experience they've had in the Twin Cities. Absolutely the best. It's going to be amazing. Not hope. That sounds no, awesome. Hope is not a strategy. <laughs> well, right. and do you guys have a website? Sorry, do you guys have a website or... You Just can Instagram. You can go to spot.com, but that's the macro website. We'll be doing all, pretty much all of our communication through Instagram. Yeah, okay. on the, the spot.com though, and that's all spelled out, the tenspot.com, uh, you'll be able to drill down to our location. Our location. And then that's where you can go on to book appointments once we're live. So and we'll link all that up in the show notes too. 
I do have a confession to make. When I every time I hear the the ten spot, I do think of the G spot. I'm not sure if anybody else has mentioned that to you, but yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you know, that's right. If you you look at the uh, what's up in our spot right now to kind of present the brand while construction's going on, what will hit you is drop your pants and then skin. Nails, nails wax, yeah, and get nailed, and get nailed is on the other side. So there's a oh, lot. Of, I love it. I love it. That's uh, awesome. Fine line, albeit uh, innuendo in the marketing, um, but it's also what it makes it fun and different. And, fun. Yes. and totally. I was gonna say, people are gonna walk in, they're gonna laugh, they're gonna smile, and they're gonna enjoy the amazing experience, and they're gonna leave feeling like a ten. So. That's right, exactly. And in their subconscious mind, they're going to think about the G spot. Yeah. <laughs> I would say, you know, that's not a bad way to go through. What life. better way? I, to I, know. <laughs> uh, I might be more than a ten. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, as we wrap up, there's one last question we like to ask all our guests: What does the art of living well mean to you? I. Uh, I think for me, um, the art of living well is something, again, that came to me as I got older. And this is the idea of what really is abundance in my life. And the idea of understanding that it's not really about an amount, but it's about a value. It's not about how much, but what each individual experience, opportunity, interaction, piece of food, glass of wine, cocktail, walk with a friend, how much, what that really means and feels like inside. And that's helped me strip so much outside, away from me. So much worry about what people are thinking about me or how this looks or, you know, what's going on in the outside world. So living well to me is really focusing on the value of what is right in front of me. I love that. Um, go ahead. Did you? Have no, a I was just going to say. I think that's beautiful. I love that. Thank you. Um, and and Karen and I are 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 so kindred. I mean, so I, I, you know, she says something like that, and I'm immediately like, yes, you took the words right out of my mouth. I think, you know, the only thing that I would personalize it to say is um, not only about kind of that pursuit of your your best version of yourself, but that being around your own definition of what that should be versus others, which is probably very similar to what you said anyway, um, kind of adopted this, uh, this, I don't know if I would call it a mantra, but like be your own perfectly imperfect self. So we're all perfectly imperfect, right? And then the pursuit is really just in balancing all of the corners of who we are so that you can become that whole sort of well-rounded fulfilled by your own standards uh, perfectly imperfect uh person you know something that chris and i say to each other all a lot is you can do anything but you can't do everything and it's you know that's a something we try and keep in our heads which is again that idea of taking a beat value what's around you uh you know, lots of us um, struggle with mental health um, issues. And that becomes particularly important to understand that sometimes you just need to be 
you need to just give into that. Mm -hmm. You need mm -hmm. to allow yourself to take the time to acknowledge, um, accept that you may be going to a place that you don't feel is right. And that's okay because you know you'll come back up. And I'm a big fan of a under a blanket Netflix in the basement day if that's what my heart and my mind and my soul are telling me I need. And to find no shame in that is huge because there's a, the other side of the coin is, you know, there are a lot of people in the world who are blessed with minds that travel on a maybe a straighter path. And you know, their response of why are you so sad doesn't really help. So to be able to find peace with the fact that this is who I am, a little bit nuts, need a day on the sofa, everybody understands, and tomorrow's going to be better is, uh, is very important to living well. I Just love that. Beautiful too. and so yeah. true. And it's, that's, I mean, that's really hard for me personally to like do so I love that advice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You have to surround yourself with people that will give you that kind of grace. Mm -hmm. Right. Absolutely. Well, and sometimes it's just hard to give yourself that grace. No, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yeah. for me, it's not even the people that are around me. It's just like it's the very... expectations that I have for myself yeah, yeah. and what I need to do in the course of a day. It's very, very, very hard to be able to say that I can't continue right now. Mm -hmm. uh, and if I do, I'm going to escalate along a path that is not going to be good. Um, and right now, this is where it needs to stop. And this is where I need a timeout. It's a very, very hard thing to do. Um, and, you know, it took a couple of cataclysmic moments for me to be able to do it. But the relief and the the ability to get through to the next day once that happens oh just the peace that it can give a slightly crazy mind has been so uh life-changing it really has been and i'm lucky enough to to share 90 percent of my life with chris <laughs> and, <laughs> and she is an incredible support system and i i think that between the two of us we're really able to say, you know, just maybe not today. Maybe not today. Let's, you know, do, do, go do this. Take the time. Nothing there. You know, what we consider emergencies in the world are really not like there's no such thing as a marketing emergency. This is what I say to my husband who works in advertising. I'm like, honey, I know you think this is severe, but an advertising emergency is not an emergency. And, you know, don't have a level 10 response to a level one incident like Absolutely. we're all going to be okay if the flow chart doesn't get out like yeah. it's nobody's gonna die i yeah um, i completely agree i feel like we could have a whole nother conversation on this topic and <laughs> all these things are thinking through my head um and i think it's, it's taking a mental health day it's something that my mother used to let me do from school sometimes it was a mental mm -hmm. health day when you needed a break. And I think we all need to give ourselves grace and give ourselves permission to do that more often. Yeah, and that's right. having each other as a support system obviously helps with that too. So, Absolutely. well, we're so looking forward to you guys opening. Marnie and I will be there. Yes, um, the 10 spot. Keep your November. eyes out for the 10 spot, everybody. We're super excited. Yeah. Marnie, you can secretly call it in your head whatever you want. <laughs> you know I will. Yeah. 
If you walk in the door and you're a little red and blush, <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> anyway, oh thank you guys so much for coming thank on. You. So fun. So much fun. Thank, great you. Have, thank you, Karen. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Art of Living Well podcast. We are so grateful that you joined us today. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend or anyone else you think may benefit from this information. We'd love for you to subscribe to our podcast, leave us a review, and tag the Art of Living Well podcast on social media. If you want more inspiration in between episodes, you can find us on social media at the Art of Living underscore well on Instagram and Facebook where we will share snippets from our daily lives and our journey to living well.